The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball NBA DFS Today podcast. It uh, we are going over the slate for Thursday, October tenth, the evening slate, and uh, I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by my partner in crime here, the DFS Goat. Mr. Michael Apatria, how are you tonight, Michael? I'm doing well. Another swag, Coach. We're, uh, you know, we don't like to toot the horns, but it looks like we're winning some people money. It looks like we're uh, we're doing all right ourselves. So we had uh, we had a couple good calls for tonight's games, and I'm I'm looking to keep this thing going, man. This is a train. I don't want to get off. I, I'm with you, man. This is six nights in a row. I'm pretty much cinched to be. A, I I am cinched to uh, win uh, money tonight. Uh, but like you said, we're, we're, you know, we always record this the night before uh, and uh, generally during the games that are finishing up and then it's for the next day's uh, games. But yeah, I'm sweating a few of the bigs. I need a little bit in the fourth quarter and I could have a really good night. So it's good though. I mean, we're both profiting every day and it's only preseason. Uh, I think hopefully all of our listeners are doing the same thing. Um you know, again, our, our, our goal is to uh, just bring you the best free content out there, uh, sponsored by our presenting uh, sponsor, Fantasy Draft. And we just, we're they're very thankful for them stepping up. Uh, we'll be doing shows every night for the next game's, uh, next day's action so that you can listen to those, uh, listen to the podcast uh, on your way to work, during the day, at lunch. Get yourself ready uh, to make some money uh, for that evening. And uh, Fantasy Draft is our sponsor. They, they're starting in the N- into NBA uh, on October 22nd for opening night, which is less than two weeks away. But in the in, uh, meantime, please go to FantasyDraft.com. Sign up with the promo code HOOPBALL. Get your seven-day free membership. Dive into their Sunday $500,000 guaranteed Hooters rake-free NFL contest, which I know, Mike, you've had some luck in. Yeah, that's exactly what you can call it. It's luck. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm no shark when it comes to the NFL. I mean, I, I do know my stuff. I'm very good at year-long fantasy um, when it comes to the NFL. But the DFS is a whole different game. Uh, just kind of trying to do my best to, you know, be like a trout or swimming upstream and this kind of thing. So, I, yeah, I had the first four weeks. I had a lot of success. Uh, fifth week, I got crushed. So <laughs> we're coming back from it, I guess, this week. I'm going to do a couple more lineups. But, I mean, once uh, once NBA season, like regular season, hits off and I start firing out a bunch of lineups a night, um, you know, preseason, I, I play a good amount. I don't go crazy. I play, you know, four or five a night. And then football, I'll probably do like two or three. So I kind of chill out a little bit and just try to build the bankroll up a little bit. And then I go buck wild once uh, opening night comes around. Beautiful, man. Well, hey, you're turning a profit in sports other than hoops. Hoops, even I, I'm uh, I'm jealous of that. I've I've taken my sh- little tiny shot each week in the, you know, the big Hooters half million, uh, and I have not uh, sniffed the money yet. But I've never claimed to be anything but basketball, and that's that's where I'm gonna. We stay, stay in our in, lane. Stay in my <laughs> lane. Yes, you you, you uh, we're finishing each other's sentences, dude. That's scary. 
<laughs> All right, cool thing. It shouldn't be a, a, a too long of a show tonight uh, because uh, there are two of those real weird morning games that we're not going to worry about. One starts at 5 a.m. Uh, Central and one starts at 6.30. Uh, you know, the reason we're passing those is there's, you know, there's some inconsistencies even with the one being played in China with all of that controversy. Uh, they were talking about a protest and all kinds of crazy stuff. So let's blow that off. And anyway, the main slate contests on FanDuel and DraftKings are the three nights, which will really be fun because East Coast game times are 10 and 2 10.30s. So all three late games, which are completely uh, really weird. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen just all late games, but... Uh, it's Phoenix, Sacramento at 10 Eastern, followed by Minnesota, Golden State, and Denver and the Clippers, uh, both 10:30 games. So uh, we are going to hit those three games hard and try to get you some winners and uh, and get you prepared to uh, build that bankroll. We're you know it looks like six six for six in uh, turning a profit, and uh, we'll go for lucky seven. Uh, with this slate on Thursday. So the first game is the Suns and Kings. You want to jump on the Phoenix Suns, Mike? I mean, that this is a game that we're going to be jumping all over. Let's be real. It's, uh, you know, there's a lot of good games on tonight, but this is two teams that we talked about heavily so far during the preseason. Um, upwards in pace, a lot of young talent. Uh, young guys are generally the guys that we want to target in preseason. So I think we can go right back to the well with guys like Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. And so, you know, as long as barring minutes and, uh, you know, news breaking before 10 p.m. Eastern time. But I'm going to have my eye on both those guys. Um, I'm, I honestly, I was thinking uh, there was some mega chalk the other day at power forward or at small forward. A lot of people bid on it. Um, I bid on mm-hmm. it a little bit being, you know, Cameron Johnson. Um, yeah, I, you know, I'm thinking a lot of people are going to be a little salted by that. It's also a young guy kind of getting his first little look at it, uh, being in a lineup. So, I, you know, I would feel a little bit okay going back to it. It's not going to be necessarily a cash play just because we've seen the volatility as. Um, but you could throw him in a GPP play. But mostly for me, it's going to be the I'm going to fade Rubio again. I'm going to continue to fade him because you know with Rubio you're really looking for that double double upside, and I just don't think he's going to get enough minutes to get the ten assists. Um, Aiton's a little different. It's easier to get 10 rebounds than it is to get 10 assists. So uh, that's pretty much where I'm at with those guys. Uh, we know that, you know, Bridges and um, uh, help me out here, coach. Losing mm-hmm. other small forward over there. Both of them are out next seven. Ubre. Uh They're both going to be out the next um, seven to 10 days. So I'm, those are the other two guys I'd have my eye on. I think just go with, with talent. Don't get cute here. Yep. You know, the other thing that, that scares me a little bit now, yes, we, you know, if this was a regular season game, being Phoenix and Sacramento would be Stack City, you know, probably three in, on one side and two on the other. But uh, what I, you know, what we didn't know is because Monty Williams has never been a coach in the NBA, head coach yet, um, is how he would manage his team in the preseason. And uh, last year, the Suns uh, coach, uh, uh, Russian coach, uh, and his name escapes me right now. But yes, Igor, Mr. Igor. Uh, he uh, played his guys quite a bit of minutes trying to get some chemistry. What we saw with, from Monty and what I would expect going forward is, uh, you know, he, he really sort of babied the minutes a little bit, even with a, a rash of injuries. 
nobody played a boatload of minutes. Now they played enough to do some damage. Uh, and I think, you know, that's that fine line. We always walk in preseason, but, uh, you know, I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back to, uh, the Aiton cardigan just cause he, he blew it out so quickly in this first game. And I think they want to build on his confidence, but I think he may be the solo play here. I just, I'm not trusting, you know, an 18 to 20 minute possible, maybe, maybe not game with, with Rubio and Booker and Sarich and those kind of guys. And I'm, you know, hesitant to reach deeper for the Kaminsky's and Diallo's. So I think I'm, uh, even though it's only a three game slate, I may go just uh, DeAndre Ayton on this, this one. Yeah, and that's you know he's the safest play, and like you said, you like you like the cash games a lot more, and definitely if you're playing cash, he's by far the safest play because even if he walks out of this game playing 18 minutes, he can still get you you know 12 to 14 points, six to eight boards, and you'll you'll be able to survive off that. You may not place first, but um, if you're playing in like a heads up or a 50-50, it doesn't really matter as much. So um, yeah, I mean for me, Booker's just a little bit of lightning in a bottle. He's a great tournament play always, um, even in limited minutes, he can get his buckets. Um, Again, I, I I would prioritize eight, and I'm with you there. Uh, Booker's second, and then if you want to get cute in tournaments, uh, Cam Johnson. That's it for me, though. I'm, like, I'm with you. All right. I'll jump over to the Kings. Um, you know, I've been on this this Buddy Hill bandwagon that, you know, he's showing out uh, as the key go-to guy in the preseason, which he has done thus far, and, you know, is – getting the key shots and, and enough minutes uh, to make some noise. I also like uh, De'Aaron Fox in this one. I think uh, think he's going to get a little bit more run and and uh, uh, have have a little bit more impact on the game. And again, with the, the pace that's going to be played, um, I have no problem uh, playing both Fox and Heald, and I may very well do that as the backcourt guys. Um, as far as uh, the front court, you know, you have Giles out. Uh, I guess Deadmond and Holmes are game time decisions based on what I see here. Uh, you know, Bagley is another usable guy. So I think between Fox, Hield, and Bagley, uh, those will be the guys that I'll be rotating to uh, on this game. You're making this easy for me tonight because that's all I have interest in. Uh, Bagley was my high guy. I think that. Night. And we have to keep in mind this team hasn't played in several days. Right. Um, they've had a lot of time off. So you can imagine that these young guys are going to be ready to go. Um, the only thing I guess that you'd have to worry about is who's got the hot hand when it comes to these three. Um, I would expect two of them to have great games, one of them to have mediocre. So definitely I, I would probably avoid playing all three. But any pairing of the two, preferably I like to go guard and then one big, hoping that you know you get the score and then Bagley has a big rebounding game, you double up on him. Um, but I wouldn't argue with any combination of the three. We're on the same page, man. I'll, I'll be using two of them in, in cash games and just sort of splitting up two out of three, just like you said, uh, in a few GPP plays. But they'll be one of the, the key teams for me as well. Yeah, Fox was a, is, a, is a great highlight, too, because he, you know, he's a guy that came out last game, uh, played 25 minutes. Uh, still put up a good game at 10 points because he got to the line 10 times. So he shot one for six and was still able to put up a game of, you know, 10, two and six with a couple of steals. So he's capable of having a good line without the scoring. 
Um, but it's just something in when you know your guys are playing limited minutes in preseason, you really have to factor in a guy's capable scoring and their upside with it. I'm with you. All right, uh, we move on to game two, uh, which is the T-Wolves and Golden State Warriors. Um, you know, we saw uh, in this uh, early preseason here, Cat, uh, you know, stepping up uh, as we, we highlighted him as one of our feature plays. And, you know, uh, just don't expect anything else uh, other than that from him. You know, as of right now, he's a go for the game. And, uh, you know, that 18 to 22 minutes, I think he can put up just fine numbers against Golden State. Uh, so Cat will be, you know, uh, you know, in that whole theory of a lot of most of the time in, in the preseason salary is not an issue and it doesn't matter, you know, what you're spending or how much you leave on the board. And it, you know, definitely don't let that influence you. But uh, there should be plenty of money to uh, plug Cat in just like, you know, uh, tonight with Giannis. He was awesome. He was his price was Unridiculously unbelievable 11 11 5 but i used him because you know you're able to play some preseason guys and he and he uh you know he broke out he was awesome so i think i'm going to use the same strategy with cat tomorrow um had the big disappointing game from jake layman uh who was one of my uh gpp guys i used last time he was 0 for 6 from 3 He's still fighting his tail off for that starting position and, and feeling the heat from Jared Culver uh, big time um, and Akogi. So I don't know. I'm, I'm hesitant to play any of those guys. They're all going to probably get minutes, and they're all battling. So I can see if anybody wants to make a case to play any of them. Um, you know, I, I'm probably going to pass that direction Covington's working his way back into shape. Wiggins is just such a, you know, points only guy. I never use Wiggins preseason or regular. And they do have a, a litany of point guards uh, on the squad, six deep, that uh, will probably get some minutes. And based on uh, what Saunders did in game one, there's going to be some rotation there. So, uh, you know, Cat's probably going to be my solo play. You know, if one of the other value get value guys fits in when I'm making up, uh, you know, my non-cash ros- roster, you know, I may go back to a layman. But uh, as of right now, that's probably where I stand. I think that's a good call, too. Uh, the other guy that kind of stands out, you mentioned him, is Culver, just being a young guy. He's also competing for a spot. And, uh, you know, he's got a he's got a. a, a wide arsenal of ways that he can score so he's very good i like this kid coming in uh, showed out his athleticism two steals last game so um i think i think he's a guy you can keep an eye on in gpps but these, this minutes distribution is nothing that's attractive to me um you know the the most the starter got was towns he only played 18 minutes as good as a game as he had 19 points 10 boards five assists three steals and a block he did so in 18 minutes um, yeah. You can easily do that again. I mean, the Golden State is a much easier matchup than they have been in the past, especially um, after just watching what just happened to them. The what was it two days ago? So mm-hmm. uh, I, I think there's I think there's other avenues you could take than having to worry about you know who's going to get the 16 minutes on this team. 
Um, even Towns kind of scares me a little bit. I'm never going to say don't play Towns. I'll pro- I'm still going to have some shares of them. Um, but there's two other centers on this slate that I like a lot, and it's I'm going to only be able to play two. I can promise you I'll have two centers in every single lineup. Um, it's just going to be, I guess, be a little bit of a mix and match, and we're going to get to the other one later. But I do like Aiton and I like Towns a little bit, so it's going to have to it's going to have to pick. It's going to be tough. Make, make them fit, absolutely. All right, uh, Golden State Warriors. Um, you want to start off on on this one? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just going to be the same strategy that we took last time. Just go for the Gunners. Um, we played a little bit of Russell. We played a little bit of Curry. Um, I'm I'm going right back to the Curry well on this one after his poor for shooting performance. You got to imagine these guys want to come out. They understand it's preseason, but they they just embarrass themselves even in a preseason game. So they're going to want to come out and show something, at least some sorts of life that they're still going to be a contending team. Um, I would be looking at basically just Draymond. Um, I'd be looking at Curry. I'd be looking at a little bit of Russell only in tournaments, probably not cash games. Um, and then again, I think we can kind of uh, go right back to the well on my guy over there at center. I mean, Spellman, he's been, he's, he was jacking threes last game. So he didn't look yeah. like, you know, you look at the box score, it's not, it doesn't stand out as too much, but uh, there's a lot of opportunity for him. He just didn't seize it at the right time. So they're very depleted at center. They're going to be missing Looney again, sitting out. So I think, uh, I think he's an option. Yeah, I you know what Spillman is my uh, value guy for for this slate. He you know it, the the tough part is uh, if he's in that center spot, it just it, it's a dilemma. I I don't I haven't checked uh, on Fanduel or uh, DraftKings if he's got any power yeah. forward eligibility. DraftKings he does yeah, DraftKings he's power Good. forward eligible. So Spellman will be in my lineup for sure. I mean with Looney, Cauley Stein and the the rookie uh Smiley Smiligic or whatever is Alan Smiley I can't pronounce his name. So they call him Smiley. We'll go with that. Those guys are all out. So you know the other guy though that that did well in stretches was Marquise Chris. Yes. Uh, so that's your other pivot. Spellman or Chris think they'll both get a decent amount of minutes uh but consider both of them um i'm probably going to lean towards spellman myself because i think golden state wants to see what what he's got um did draymond how many points did draymond have in the last game uh i could check for you i think it was something ridiculous like two well that that's not even that ridiculous for draymond it was actually a fat goose egg so he, he had, had zero. Yeah, he had zero. Actu- actually had zero. That's seven amazing. rebounds, four assists, a steal is what he had in a turnover. So how is that possible? Well, I'll tell you right now. I'm taking Draymond. I there's no way in hell he's not going to come out and put up double digits and points. Draymond is a lock for me, and you know even if he does get only ten points, you know you know he's going to get rebounds, assists, steals, and that kind of stuff even in twenty minutes. So. I'm, he's a lock for me. Um, I'm going to probably use Spellman, maybe a little bit of Chris on my GPP lineup. And then I'm either going to plug in, I'm probably going to plug in D'Angelo Russell just because I thought his performance was extremely underwhelming. And, you know, I know he's got a lot more. I think he was just nervous as hell. So I expect D'Angelo to be a, a key play for me tomorrow. And if I do pivot off that cash lineup to a GPP lineup, you know, I may have a share of, of Curry in there, but I have no problem uh, going, you know, two Golden State Warriors in this matchup for sure. 
Definitely, especially if you're going to play towns, you're going to want to get some of both of them and try to get that little, that sort of little mini stack where at least you know if towns is having a huge game, uh, it'll be competitive and the other guys on the other side will be shooting to keep up. So, um, I mean, the only other guy I could possibly think of looking at the roster would be Jordan Poole. He came out and had a big game, uh, you know, first game. Yeah. And Alec Burks continues to be out, so you know he's probably going to see some decent wing minutes. Um, but I don't, again, it's starting to get to the point in preseason where we're starting to see what these coaches are doing, the tendencies, the minutes. We're kind of getting a, a decent amount of coach speak before games. Um, oh, by the way, if, if, you, if you don't know by now, uh, don't listen to anything Greg Popovich says before a game. He, <laughs> he literally trolls people. So if you, if you fell for that, I got to get Lonnie Walker in my lineup because Coach – uh, Pop said before the game he's going to play big minutes and he's excited to see him play big minutes. <laughs> you you were the you were the fish right there. He literally came for you. He trolls like yeah. that a lot. He's we're we'll we'll get through this. Uh, you know, I'm sure halfway through the season we'll probably touch on all the coaches and their tendencies and how they are and who to listen to and who not to listen to. But uh, that's definitely one of the ones you don't want to listen to. Well, if anything with Pop, you want to almost do the opposite. Literally. He is. Because I'm telling you, he does it on purpose. There's no doubt about it. I don't he know if it. it's, I don't know if it's because he wants to jag with the, the the media or if you know he want he knows the gamblers or I don't know what he what it is. But he just he loves to mess with people. It's it's crazy, man. Well, he, he is he's something else. And the writing was on the wall at that too. I mean, the first game we saw Walker actually come out. He had a good game. He played minutes. Uh, you know, DeRozan sat that game. So it's not yeah. like this guy's going to come out here and play even more minutes with, you know, their star player coming back or you know he's playing at least 18. So uh, it just didn't make any sense. So just kind of keep an eye on that kind of stuff. Uh, ever have any questions, you can always shoot me and uh, coach a tweet. We'll let you know what we're thinking on the subject. We're not in their heads. We're not always right. But we've, we've been playing this long enough where uh, we've, we've kind of taken some bumps and bruises along the way with that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, and those gut punches hurt too when you go off what a coach says, and then the beat writer reports it, and then you get, you know, a, a head slap. But generally, most of the coaches are forthright. It's just you know, pops one of those few that you really cannot listen to him what he says whatsoever. You know, Spolstra does that a little bit too, so uh, you got to be careful. But uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, speaking of Twitter. Um, you know, reach out to us anytime, uh, questions, suggestions, recommendations, um, show wise, I'm at Joe Sarvati. That's J O E S A R V A D I. And he is at Mike Apatria, M I K E A P O T R I A. Certainly, uh, look at us, look, uh, look us up during the day tomorrow. And as, as Locke gets closer, any breaking news, we'll make sure to tweet that out there. Um, and also follow at Hoopball Fantasy, all one word. Um, and, uh, you know, that will be a, a good spot to, to look for any changes, people sitting, scratches. Uh, we have a bunch of, of people behind the curtain at Hoopball uh, blurbing and, and working hard at that. And then our third DFS guy, Andrew is at Language Olympic. Uh, you can also hit him up as well. He's going to be joining us uh, uh, for a couple of shows a week, uh, and we, we're excited for that. Um, also, as long as we're hitting this right now, again, you know, we want to thank our, our, our sponsor, Fantasy Draft. Uh, please support them. You know, uh, don't forget the Hoopball promo code. 
And uh, you can find us seven days a week anywhere podcasts are found, you know, whether it be iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeart, Spotify, YouTube, you name it. Uh, please, uh, if you can, take the time after the podcast to rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, we really want to keep our sponsors happy with as many five-star and uh, thumbs up and, and good uh, reviews. So we really appreciate that. And with that, we will get to game number three to finish up the slate and uh, the Denver Nuggets. You got it, man. Yes, sir. And this is what I was looking for. I'm uh, I'm going to have my shares of Jokic. Uh, just a fact, you know, just he sat out. I'm not worried about the FIBA thing with this. He said he looks great. He feels great. He's in shape. Uh, you know, their coaching staff's reiterating the same thing. He sat out the last game. So I'm kind of taking the Doncic approach that we did tonight with this one. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm expecting probably about 22 minutes. And he's one of those guys. Give me 18 minutes of Jokic and he can almost triple-double. Um, he's that good. This, he's going to he go out there. My, my concern, though, brother, is we like five centers. What well, the that's, heck are that's we going to do? That's it. And that's, uh, that's going to be the theme of this show right here. It's, uh, I know on DraftKings we could play, too. So it's going to be – I have three in my mind. You know, obviously the ones that we talked about, eight in towns, and now you know, we're looking at Jokic. Um, if I'm going to pick two – it's going to be tough. It's, it's going to be really tough. I'm going to, it's going to come down to the wire for me. Um, I, where I'm leaning right now, I can promise you Jokic is definitely going to be in just about all of them. I think he's going to be my favorite center on the slate. Wow, nice. It's just the upside that's baked in. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to be – and GPPs, it might be Towns I fade just because I think a lot of people are going to gravitate towards what he just did. Um, you know, kind of chasing the points on that one, and just knowing that he only played in 18 minutes, there's still the you know, it's factored in that if he plays 18 minutes again and doesn't have a phenomenal absolute game like that, then you know you can get that's where you can get your edge is getting a lower owned eight and possibly even a lower owned Jokic uh, and outscoring him. Yeah, yeah. Anybody else for Denver? I think it's for me, it's going to be, you know, if you want to go back to the Murray, well, you could. I was interested in him last game, but it was mostly just because Jokic was out. Uh, He had a little bit more ball handling responsibility. I'm going to stay away from the guys like Millsap. I think uh, Jeremy Grant is another target that we can look at. They're going to, this guy is very versatile. They can play him at small forward, power forward. They're even, you know, hinted at playing him at center once in a while. So he's a guy that I'm going to keep my eye on as well. And, uh, you know, I'll probably stay away from Gary Harris. He's just a shot in the dark kind of GPP guy for me. That's awesome that you hit on my target for this uh, game, which is Jeremy Grant. He played uh, limited minutes in the first game, looked real explosive. I think they'll give him a little bit more of a run, and it was also, you know, it's also getting used to his new teammates. I think they'll showcase him a little bit more, and he's such an athlete. Uh, I'm going to be plugging him into a lot of lineups. I'm with you. I like Jokic a lot. I just, you know, determining like on FanDuel where you can only play one center. It's even tougher, so uh, I'll be walking that tightrope of determining which center uh, fits fits my bill the best. Uh, but I do like uh, Grant a lot. I think that uh, I think he'll do well. Uh, the other guy that I'm I'm going to focus on um, as far as a value play is Tory Craig. He's uh, right now uh, actually has a good shot uh, to win a starting position with this team. Uh, they're talking about bringing Will Barton off the bench. And so, uh, you know, Grant Craig as my uh, cheap guys, uh, cheaper guys, and Jokic, if I can fit them, 
Um, I doubt I'll use Murray unless, uh, you know, I have a build on my GPP where, uh, you know, it seems a little light on point guards. I may put Murray in because uh, he'll be quite a bit cheaper than a Curry option uh, in that spot. So, uh, not you know, I'm not afraid to use these guys. Uh, you know, the Clippers, yes, they're a great defensive team, but as always, you know, a big majority of their guys sit. So, uh, uh, you know, with, with George and, and uh, of course, Kawhi not playing, you know, that, that changes things slightly since you have, like, two defensive players of the year there. Um so anyway, I'll you know I'll be probably using two nuggets, uh, get some value in this game, and and look forward to to rolling that that out. And then that leads us to uh, the Clippers, our last team of the night. Um, you know, again they're sitting out some folks. Uh, Magruder's also out along with Kawhi and George, and uh, you know they they're gonna hit some rotation as normal. Um, I like Landry Shamit a little bit. I think that, uh, you know, he, he's due to step up. You know, they've got him penciled in uh, to play a lot of minutes at that, too. Uh, he looked a little gun-shy the first game, and he's usually a trigger-happy guy. So uh, Landry Shamit will be a, a cheap two option on a card where there aren't a whole lot of good options at the two. So I'm not afraid to use him. Um, Zubac, again, you know, on a different card, I would say he's a nice value play. But as the sixth center that we're recommending, I just don't think you can really afford to play Zubac or Harrell in a split game scenario where they probably will even play some of the other younger guys. So, um you know, I'm I'm not as crazy about uh, this game. I I do think Patrick Beverly in limited minutes, uh, you know, is another guy that that uh, you could use if you're short at the guard spot. But uh, I know you love you love some Harkless, and you know he did some good things for you. I'm just still not a huge believer yet, so I'll probably stick with either a Shamit or Beverly. Uh, small percentage play, and then if I'm completely, totally in a pinch in my GPP, I may go to uh, your brother, Mr. Maurice Harkless. I I think we just got our second bet of the year right there. I think that's what Uh you said. Uh, I'll take Harkless if you take Craig. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) I don't have that much faith in Craig. But I I do give you uh, the the, – guts for stones for for bringing up that one let me see who can i find to match up against your heart although no i'm not going to do that because you know what i may i may use heartless so i'm i'm not down on him no nah. i just uh i think he's uh, a perfect guy for this kind of slate because the small forward position is kind of ugly yeah um, and uh you know when we i think i'm glad you brought up harold um, I think that's going to be the primary reason why Grant plays a lot because when Harrell's at center, that's the perfect time. If they want to try running uh, Grant at center, that's the time to try it. Uh, you know, right. Harrell's not that huge of a body. He's obviously a great a great guy down low. Don't get me wrong, but um, it would be a good matchup for Grant. And I think, you know, on DraftKings, Harrell's power forward eligible, so he's still in play over there. Um, other than that, you know, it's going to be Mo Harkless, like you said. I do like Shamit a little bit, 
But again, I think I'm going to be able to, with the value I have uh, kind of floating around, we, we already talked about a few guys, you know, being Devin Booker, Buddy Heald, D'Angelo mm-hmm. Russell, Clay, uh, Steph Curry. All these guys are shooting guard eligible on DraftKings. So I'd rather just go with, you know, the guys I actually enjoy instead of rather than cramming in Shamit. And Shamit's not that cheap. So we're starting to get to the point where we want to play a lot of these studs on this slate. And when we want to do that, we're not going to be able to pay $5,800 for Shamit. It's going to be right. tough. And, you know, the, the, the lineup build is dramatically different on DraftKings and FanDuel. So if you're playing both, I mean, it, you know, where Shamit may not be a good play at all on DraftKings, he may be an excellent play on FanDuel just because of the multiple guards and, and uh, the build. I'm glad you brought that up because, again, you know, that, you know, we're going to talk mainly, you know, again, I'm a big cash game guy. Mike's a big GPP guy. You know, they're, when the regular season starts, you know, there's four main sites that we both play on. So you got to look at the scoring for all of them, what type of contest you're going to be in. And then, you know, that's when you start using the ownership as a guideline and other things that we'll start really digging into uh, when the regular season starts. You know, you can't look at any of those things in preseason because it's such a mix and match and, and everybody sitting and split minutes. But, you know, you know, start thinking about that stuff, because as we talk about guys, you know, where I'm saying, you know, sham, it's a play tomorrow. If you're only playing DraftKings and you're only playing uh, GPPs or, or I'm sorry, cash games where, you know, it's a, too risky to take sham, that's not going to be the, the right play for you. So start looking and thinking about those things. If if you want to uh, if you're newer to DFS and you want to start figuring out the strategy of it, uh, go back and, and if you have time, listen to our uh, preseason shows. We did a, a set of six preseason shows and, and talked about all of those aspects of building lineups and strategy and scoring, and that's all going to come into play, man. Absolutely. I'm glad you brought it up because that's a very good point. Um, yeah, I'm not saying I don't like Shamit. I don't think Shamit's going to have a bad game. Uh, DraftKings specific. When you do, like you brought up on FanDuel, and you have to play two shooting guards, he's an excellent player for that kind of spot. Perfect kind of guy you want to look for in that kind of spot. I'm with you, dude. You're just absolutely heartless. That's all there is to it. How could you be more heartless? That's right. Damn it. You got to follow Shamit for tomorrow. So there's all our dad uh, comic <laughs> jokes for the night. But uh, awesome, man. That's the three-game slate. That's it. Nice and tidy and quick. And, uh, you know, hopefully a, a pack full of a bunch of winners. Hopefully you can find a site that you can use all seven centers that we recommended, which, listen, I hate touts that go out there and tell you to play, you know, 10% of every guy on the slate, just so you know, you know, you, Mike and I talk about this all the time. Yeah, if you, if you suggest, you know, six centers and there's only six teams playing, you got a pretty good shot of hitting on that. And we never, ever do that. So, you know, we always stand by our lineups. Uh, we talk about them like we did at the beginning of this show, and we'll, we'll do even a better lineup breakdown when we start uh, getting into the regular season at the, at the beginning of the show and study, you know, what good picks, what bad picks. And we're generally going to have only one or two lineups of, of, of similar players that we're recommending at most, and we'll stand by our guys and, you know, that's the advice to me that's always been helpful when when people take a stand and give a reason why, not just say, 
oh yeah, all of those guys are good or, you know, and then, and you know, it's sort of ridiculous. So that'll be the focus, dude. What, anything else you got before we close? That's it, man. I would say good luck to everybody. Thanks for listening to us. Uh, you know, thanks for the recent, you know, me and coach have seen our followers kind of spike recently. So, you know, thanks everybody for the support. Uh, we're going to keep coming at you guys every night and trying to give you what we could and win your money. But, uh, you know, it's a little motivation when we see that you guys are actually listening out there. So thank you. It is. Thank you very much. Our, our wizard behind the drapes, Mr. Dan Bespris, the Dan director the of all hoop ball says our, you know, our listenership is spiking already. And we're just a little under two weeks before uh, the NBA kicks off, man. So it's, it's only preseason. Be... It's only going to get better guys. Trust Jump me. on the money train, dude. Jump on the money train. We're, we're, I'm looking, I'm cheating a little bit and looking at my phone at some of these final stats and it's, it is official uh, six for six for for old coach uh, turning a profit. And tomorrow, uh, with this info we gave you, hopefully, uh, you know we'll we'll uh, have everybody seven for seven. I think you're in the same boat. Yeah, I'm, I'm checking mine right now, and that was with playing Christian Wood, of course. So there you uh, go. yeah, my point per minute producer did not uh, produce points per minute tonight so uh you know it happens but i still ended up uh getting a little bit a little bit of dough in the pocket not not what i was hoping earlier this uh you know i would say before we got on the show maybe an hour before we got on the show i was in third place uh in one of the gpps but uh i dropped a little bit that's all right man you know our our strategy always is it on our worst nights if we can be at a break even or make a little bit and then our good nights, we're, we're, we're doing really well. And on our awesome nights, we're just cleaning our mouth. I mean, that's the, that's the only acceptable levels that I see. And, and so far, so good. All right. Well, good luck, everybody. Coach closes out. I think we're All good. All right, man. Well, thank you for joining us on Hoopball NBA DFS today. I, you would think I'd be able to say that a little bit more clear by now. <laughs> Uh, for my man, Mike Apatria, I'm Coach. We will catch you again tomorrow, and we'll look to, again, just crush it for you in NBA DFS. Nope. Nope. Good night, nobody, guys. Nobody could close it out like you, Coach. Nobody could. <laughs>